0: New Orleans is one of the most vibrant and exciting cities in America, and it's no surprise that pirates have always had a large presence there. Pirates have long been associated with New Orleans because it was historically one of their stopping points during their journeys across the world's oceans chasing adventure. In this episode, we'll take a look at the history of piracy in New Orleans and how it has affected the city's unique culture over time. The explorer René-Robert Cavalier de La Salle was commissioned by Louis XIV to explore an area stretching from Lake Ontario all the way down to Mexico, with an aim to find a passage that would connect Quebec with the Gulf of Mexico. After making it as far as Matagorda Bay near modern-day Houston, La Salle reached what is known as the mouth of the Mississippi, claiming this region for France and naming it, Louisiane. At this point, pirates had already set up shop along this portion of the river, some even sailing out into the Gulf while others chose to stay closer to their base in order to protect it better. The presence of these outlaws meant that any traveller running afoul of them could easily lose their lives or possessions. However, despite these dangerous waters, LaSalle was able to traverse them without much incident due to his military training and experience in navigating unknown lands. Once LaSalle made it back upriver from his voyage down from Canada, he arrived at present-day New Orleans where he found a bustling port city filled with sailors from all over Europe, many engaging in illicit activities such as smuggling goods or pirating ships. It is safe to assume that LaSalle encountered some form of pirate activity during his venture, though thankfully not enough for him or any member of his crew to suffer any real harm. The most famous pirate to ever set sail on the waters around Louisiana was Jean Lafitte. He was born in France, but he made his name during his tenure as a privateer who plied his trade in the Caribbean Sea. He and his crew eventually made their way to Barataria Bay near New Orleans and began attacking merchant ships coming from Europe or Mexico. Lafitte was known for his skill as both a sailor and a negotiator, often bargaining for goods with merchants rather than simply burning them down. This established him as someone who could be trusted by both sides, allowing his Baratarian Bay base to grow in size and power. Eventually, even General Andrew Jackson took notice of Lafitte and offered him amnesty on behalf of President James Madison if he agreed to fight against Great Britain during the War of 1812. Even though Lafitte passed away nearly two centuries ago, his influence can still be felt today throughout New Orleans pirate culture. Numerous festivals are held throughout the city dedicated to celebrating seafaring life with colorful costumes, parades, and water activities such as mock naval battles or treasure hunts. There are even replica ships based on original pirate vessels like those used by Lafitte that offer educational tours through local waterways. In April every year, Pirates Week takes over the town with a celebration inspired by the swashbuckling days of yore. Come early to experience different kinds of maritime shows as they take over docks and waterfronts throughout the city. The event also features buskers, street performers, musicians and vendors selling wares, all fitting with this jolly theme. Additionally, you can dress up as your favorite character from a movie or comic book, with plenty of room for creativity, for the popular «Cosplay» contest. If you're looking for something a little more low-key but still want to embrace your inner buccaneer, then why not sign up for a no-quarter pub crawl? Running every Saturday night from May to August on Bourbon Street, these pub crawls feature costumed guides that lead you around some of the city's hottest spots, all while encouraging you to dress as your favorite sea rover. Another way that pirates remain part of life in New Orleans is through dozens of restaurants that specialize in seafood dishes inspired by recipes from ancient times when buccaneers were roaming the coasts here searching for booty. If you're familiar with the food culture of Louisiana, then you've likely heard of gumbo or jambalaya, two dishes that are staples of the region. But did you know that these dishes have a long-standing connection to pirates in New Orleans? Let's explore this interesting connection. Gumbo is a spicy stew with West African roots, while jambalaya is a rice-based dish that has Spanish and French roots. Both of these dishes are beloved by locals and tourists alike in New Orleans and around Louisiana. What many people don't know is that there is a fascinating connection between pirate activity and the emergence of gumbo and jambalaya in the area. According to legend, pirating was once one of the primary activities on which the economy of New Orleans depended. Historians believe that due to their travels on the high seas, it's likely that some pirates were exposed to faraway cultures and different cuisines, giving them access to ingredients such as rice, okra, and spices. When they returned home to New Orleans, these ingredients began to coalesce with traditional local recipes into what we now know as gumbo or jambalaya, thus creating a unique cultural fusion in the city. This rumor still persists today. If you visit any restaurant serving gumbo or jambalaya in New Orleans, Odds are someone will tell you, it was brought here by pirates. Whether this is true or not remains unconfirmed, but it certainly adds an exciting element to your meal. Want to learn more about topics related to New Orleans and witchcraft? Follow me on Instagram and Pinterest or visit my Etsy shop.